Good evening. This is the podcast Fall Asleep To. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe. I'm here to talk about things that are unimportant and uninteresting. Until you take this train to Sleepy Town. Here in my Highland Park studio with producers Melvin and Moose. I need to eat before I keep recording this. I was once at a theme park. And the people I was with had brought their young children. And we were in line to go on a roller coaster. And as we got closer to the front of the line, slowly weaving our way through, the girls, the children, started, the children were girls, and they started getting nervous. The roller coaster had a loop in it. And two of the three girls simply could not reconcile with the fact that they would be going upside down. And they got more nervous, more uneasy, more scared. And I said, Have you been watching it go through the loop while we've been standing in line? And they said, Yeah. I said, have you seen anyone fall or get hurt? They said, no. I said, it's because they designed it that way. There's a strap that holds you in so that you don't fall. They weren't very comforted by that. So I decided to explain the physics to them in simple terms. Someone had something on a string and I spun it around and I said, see how it and it's always trying to go out. Well, when you go on the loop, it pushes you out right into your chair. So you just stay in your seat the whole time. And they weren't all that comforted by that either. So then I started being a little more explicit with the science. And before I could get too far into it, uh, we passed another one of the you must be this tall to ride this ride things. And none of the girls were tall enough, so they couldn't ride it anyway. And they were upset, but I think they were mostly relieved. Although I still feel like if I had been able to really get in on that science a little more, that I could have brought him around to not being so worried about riding that roller coaster. I can hear my neighbors. I certainly hope you can't. Producer Melvin is sitting... There's the car. Sitting on the other side of the noise shield. 
There's another car. Producer Moose is sitting in a chair next to me. They're both very cute and very sweet, and I love them. They are excellent producers. They both started smelling my computer just now for some reason. They're good boys. There's some incense burning. It smells nice. Yep, a lot of stuff the neighbors are doing in the yard right now. I'm sure you can hear a lot of it. So just pretend that you're me and you live where I live. And this is what it's like. Just relax. Relax to the sweet sounds of my neighbors doing stuff in the backyard. Producers Melvin and, well, producer Melvin was interested in what was going on back there. His ears were turned that way, but he seems to have lost interest. Producer Moose didn't seem interested. Just now it looked like he might have been, but also his head just might have coincidentally been pointed toward the yard. They're both very good boys. I'm going to be going to Bakersfield for a short trip soon. Soon, as I record this, I'll have already been when this uh, episode comes out. Can't say what I'm going there for, but I will say I have not been to Bakersfield for a very long time. I think I was in high school the last time I went. And at that time, I went for a concert. And before the concert, we had lunch at the worst Chinese restaurant I've ever eaten at. And I'll say one of the main problems with the food was that everything that we ordered came out with about an inch and a half of raw sprouts on top of it. Maybe they weren't completely raw. Like they might have had some... No, I think they were raw. It was a long time ago. But they brought out our food on plates, and it looked like they just brought us plates of sprouts, and then we had to sort of dig through the sprouts to realize, oh, our orders are actually under all of this. And the food had... It just tasted bad. The textures weren't good. It was not what we expected, and I don't think it resembled traditional Chinese food either, although I don't really know, as I have only really had Chinese-American food. But as I am going to Bakersfield, I thought I might look and see if that place is still around. And it seems like it is, and... Strangely enough, it seems to be very highly rated uh, on the internet, which makes me think there are a few possibilities. 
One is that this is a new restaurant that has the name of the old restaurant. I'm certain I remember the name correctly, and it's a distinct name. I'm not going to say it, but... Either this is a new restaurant that just has the name that the old restaurant had, or maybe they've had a new owner or chef or someone come in, and now the food is entirely different. Or maybe when I went in with my friends and my brother was with us too, maybe for some reason they decided to intentionally serve us bad food. Because maybe they didn't like us for some reason, or I don't know. Or maybe that's just the kind of Chinese food that people enjoy in Bakersfield. Although I, I really doubt that option, because I think that that was universally disgusting food. Melvin. Melvin. I love you, Melvin. Or maybe there was something wrong with us. Maybe we had eaten something in the drive down or something, and that affected our taste buds and our palates, and that's why we thought the food was bad. Or we had unwittingly ingested some sort of drugs that have the effect of making your mouth stop working correctly regarding taste. I really don't know. Part of me is tempted to try to eat at this place while I'm in Bakersfield, although I don't, I won't have a lot of time, and I also just don't want to potentially have a very disgusting meal. Sort of a, you know, fool me once situation. But I am curious about how this restaurant that legitimately I think might be the worst food I've ever eaten in any restaurant, how it, one, is still in business, and two, is like, has like over four stars on most internet rating things. It's genuinely confusing to me. You know what I meant to take earlier that I forgot to is an antihistamine. I'll have to take one after I finish recording. In the meantime, here I am. Being me. As I said, producers Melvin and Moose are here. Now they're both in chairs. It's okay, Moose. It's okay, Moose. I'm trying to move Moose's chair to the side of me because he's behind me. There you go, Moose. Good boy. And good boy, Melvin. Now I have one on each side. Oh, Moose jumped down. Well, 
wife briefly had one on each side of me. It was great, and still great having Melvin here. It's almost time for their D-I-N-N-E-R, so I think that's where Moose is building up the suspense for himself. My sweet little man. My sweet little man. Are you a good boy, Melvin? Oh, Melvin. What a good boy. Oh, up on the table. They're very good boys. What is Bakersfield known for, I wonder? I want to say Bakersfield had a distinct style of country music. Or maybe like rockabilly. I don't know. I feel... Uh, like I feel like I remember that being a thing. Like there's like a Bakersfield sound. I don't want to look it up online, but I might. All right, I'm looking it up. Yes, the Bakersfield sound is a genre of country music developed in the mid to late 50s. And yeah, it is uh, rock and roll influenced with electronic, electric instrumentation and a defined backbeat. Uh, initiating a revival of honky-tonk, later influencing country rock and outlaw country. Well, that's all very bad, but whatever. I'm going to Bakersfield, where I'm sure the Chinese food has gotten better, but when I was last there, it was real bad, at least at that one place. What else is Bakersfield known for? The rodeo, if you watch TV, fast food. I actually heard that about Fresno, friend of this uh, podcast, Sean Kay, used to live in Fresno and said that fast food restaurants like national and international chains would uh, would have like weird things that they don't like offer in other areas and like they would have them in Fresno first like almost as like a tester like I think they would test out new menu items because like if it doesn't fly in Fresno it's not going to fly anywhere so that's like just one of the first steps of like you know do we want a new kind of hamburger or whatever uh Fresno I spent a weekend in Fresno um with my girlfriend a couple years ago I was at a town on a shoot in Northern California, and we decided to meet up for the weekend. 
um, sort of in the middle of where I was and where she was, and that happened to be Fresno, so... We went to Fresno, got a room for the night, and, uh... Well, Moosey... Moosey, it's not time yet, but it almost is. Good boy, Moose. Yeah, got a room for the night, and, uh... Yeah, just had a little date night, and then next morning... You know, spent as much of the day together as we could until... She had to go back to L.A., and I had to go back to where I was. Anyway, I almost it's almost time to feed producers Melvin and Moose, so thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Uh, make a monthly donation, patreon.com slash podcast fall asleep to. Anything helps outset the costs of making the show, and also... Um, Donations come with rewards, so you can donate and uh, get a get a reward. And if you don't want to do a recurring monthly donation, you can do a one-time donation by just canceling after the first month or by donating on PayPal. One-time donations are still still entitled the donor to the rewards on the site, and uh, the PayPal. The email for the PayPal is podcastfallsleep2 at gmail.com. You can also just uh, email and say hello if you like. I always love hearing from fans. And you can keep up with the Instagram, podcastfallsleep2. It's usually a weekly picture of producer Melvin and or producer Moose. Now, whatever you're listening to this on, feel free to give a five-star rating and a leave a kind review. It helps people find the show, and it warms my little heart. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're feeling relaxed. I hope you're feeling good. And, oh, and or I hope you fall asleep. So... Uh, from with producers Melvin and Moose, I'm Jimmy Joe. Until next week, sweet dreams.